Hey, welcome back to the new episode of Malayu Bajika American MBA. My name is Ray, and today I'll be talking to a good friend of mine from Sweden. Check it out. Hey guys, before we start the podcast, a uh, little bit of a PSA, public service announcement, because I want to help out small businesses um, that are doing good, okay? So here goes. This idea is called Kira Dulu by Your Maker. That is K-I-R-A-D-U-L-U. And the company that has come up with this idea is called Your Maker, Y-O-U-R-M-A-K-E-R. So Kiradulu is a service provided by Your Maker. Basically what you do is you just pay for a meal or a service and you enjoy it once your stay in ends. Now, where does Kiradulu fit in the picture? They are going to help out uh, the small businesses that doesn't have delivery app support so that these businesses can stay afloat during the RMO. So the steps are quite simple. First, you need to provide them the details of this tiny business that you know of. Uh, it could be your favorite nasi lemak seller, cobbler, anything, you know, and all you gotta do is just message them via Instagram or FB. So then the next step is that these guys are gonna check the whether these, these businesses are legit, you know what I'm saying? And then they will uh, create posts and boost them for free just to support these businesses. Awesome, pretty awesome, awesome stuff. So then people who get to see the promoted business posts, they can WhatsApp the owners themselves and pay first for the services. Of course, they need to have a proof of purchase which they can redeem the services they were supposed to get. Uh, simple idea, guys, lovely idea. So just to remind you again, Check out Kira Dulu on Instagram or FB, and it is created by these guys uh, called Your Maker. Support, guys. Peace out. Take care. Ah, uh, okay. Is there like uh, okay? That's is there like the authorities telling you to not travel more than ten kilometers from where you stay? No, it's just the, it's the same thing. It's just like the authorities are just telling us, rec- or just rec- giving us strong recommendations mm. that it's not even the authorities. It, the authorities are say, saying you have to follow the follow the um, the recommendations made by our health uh, our health not really health ministry but mm. our the the guys who know all this. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair I don't enough. know. I don't know what the English word is. Fair enough. Fair enough. The but the guys the, who actually study this and have all the theories and everything like that, they are okay. the ones who are like telling us, okay, these are the recommendations right now. These are the ones you have to hold on to. Okay. And but okay. it's all just very very strong recommendations. Okay. Okay. But we're getting a lot of shit from it from the whole world. The thing is that the only EU countries that I know that's heavily affected is only Spain and Italy. You know. So uh, UK as well, for that matter. So that's why, like, like uh, Sweden, Finland, you know, uh, other places, I haven't heard anything. So either you guys are closing your borders really good. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, but you say there's a trust system going on. So um, well, no, it's Sweden specifically. I mean, Norway has shut down their schools and stuff like that. 
Oh, shit. Okay. It's very specifically Sweden. Finland has shut down. Mm. London, uh, uh, Denmark, I think, is yeah. shutting. Has shut down. Yeah, yeah. Norway has shut down. Iceland has shut down. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Right. So that's why so I haven't it's just Sweden. So that's why I haven't seen any news about Sweden online when it comes to this ish, this pandemic. You know. So I, I don't know. No, the only the stuff you will find is criticism against why aren't we shutting down? That's what you will find about us. It is. It is like even that. Trump is talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like it's like that time when you told me that you know when World War Two happened, Hitler didn't attack Sweden. Hitler didn't touch Sweden at all. He was like, no, I'm not going to touch Sweden. They're fine, you know. And then, well, that's not really true. It's more that we actually, we just decided, no, you can come to us and we're not going to fight you. <laughs> right. That's what we did. Right, right. <laughs> but, but there were no bloodshed and then no one died from it. So with this pandemic, Sweden remains untouchable, which is like, wow, okay. That's not true. We have a lot of people dead. Um, in the pandemic? I don't, not the pandemic, though. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, we have about a thousand people dead, I think. Wait, really? Okay, I didn't. I think know so. That. I mean, I need to check the facts, but I think we have quite a few people dead. Oh shit! Okay, but yet the fact that you guys are not in a lockdown or whatsoever—that's pretty good, to be frank. The thing is, I think as I, as I've understood it, they mm. have decided that I'm gonna have to look this up later. Give it. Cool. Yeah, give you the facts later. But no worries. As, as the, the way I find the way the way I've understood it is. I mean, this pandemic is going to result in massive economic failure, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. And everybody knows this. And regardless if there's going to be a lockdown or not, mm. it is every a lot of people are going to get affected, and the economy mm. is going to get affected. Mm. So the way I understood it is that what they've decided to do is that look, this is going to affect us regardless how we do it. Mm. So the best thing we can do is try to weather this out economically as best as we can, mm. which is by making sure that the schools are open, so mm. people who need to be, uh, so all the nurses and the doctors and teachers and all of those people, like very important people who mm. need to be working can actually continue working because if mm. you start closing down the schools yeah. they need to start staying at home mm. right 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 of course i understand but so, then okay. i think they're, they're looking at it from an economic perspective okay fair enough i'm sorry we jumped straight to COVID 19 actually i actually want to ask I but it, it is a very fascinating I, subject the fact that I, we are handling it so differently I, so i don't blame you for being curious i was i was <laughs> I was actually just going to start off like, how are you, how's things, you know, and, um, you know, how's, how's the parents and all, and it's My been... My mom's in India. That's the thing. Your mom is India, is in India, and I'm sure... But you've been a... to our house in India. You know that she is pretty solid there. <laughs> she, she is solid, but I'm wondering whether the travel ban has been implemented in India. Um, yes, it has. It, it has, okay. It's in, it's in phase one. That's okay. So that's that's okay. So in phase one, and but she's there with her family, so it's all good, you know. No, right? she has no family around. She's all she's by herself. Wait, wait, no. My dad is here in Sweden. My mom is in India. Damn. Okay, okay. So up at but, that. No, because... But I mean, my mom. <laughs> my mom has her whole house to herself, and she has people dropping off freshly made food yeah. at the door. No, that's so, I mean, yeah. That's why my question... She's not alone. She still has a lot of people around that she has connection with. That's why I was wondering, that big house, 
on a mountain, on a hill, and okay, <laughs> people drop by, they, they, they drop by fresh food and so on, but on a daily basis, I mean, wow, I don't know, how is she, I mean, mentally... She's doing well, she's enjoying it. Are you sure? Mm. She's got a lot of room, leeway, she's got a lot of <laughs> land to work with, she's got five acres of land that all belongs to her around the house she's got a lot of freedom that's true they it's can, not the can, same thing as living in a being in a house or an apartment in the town she can that's true she she has that luxury you're right about that but so I mean, also it there's no pity that needs to be going my mom's way that's true fair enough fair point not because, even my mom feels that <laughs> and and i'm guessing for your dad as well he has like the farm and then like the forest nearby and you know so on so forth so which is cool that's actually one of the things here in sweden they're really mm. recommending recommending people to go be outside as much as possible like keep distance from each other two meter distance from each other but right. be as be outside as much as you possibly can so me okay. and me and my fiance we're taking like these long hikes every mm-hmm. weekend mm. but but so. you guys put on like like a mouth gear and you know whatever not so on so forth you know plastic so. gloves and everything no? no. Oh wow. Okay. So it's it's still good. It's still good. Yeah. yeah. Here here is just it's just a bit extreme. For me it's like it's not a zombie apocalypse to be honest. It's But it's, I can imagine that it's I mean you guys are feeling it. Feel the feeling the effects much much more. Um for the extroverts? Yes. For the introverts? No. I love no. it. I love it. I mean, I've, I know. I love it too. I've been, I've, I'm an introvert. I'm loving this. I've, I've been, I've been cooped up for cooped up for like thirty days. I'm just like, oh my god. Have this... you been stuck in the apartment for thirty days? I've been stuck in my home for thirty days actually, because the first Damn. two weeks, I I met a Singaporean dude, and then my whole office got paranoid about it, so they told me to self quarantine for fourteen days. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So within no that, so within that fourteen days before the lockdown came came in, I was just like, "Fuck, I love this! Oh my god, I don't I have, know, to, right? I don't have to fucking drive. I don't have to face the fucking traffic anymore, and I don't have to meet clients. Jeez, this is the best deal ever, you know." So, so no qualms on my side, to be honest. And um, yeah. I know I feel the same way. I mean, yeah. I feel I'm actually really enjoying this. I feel like the the, the pressure is off. Um, to me to be social to be doing things i'm actually i'm working out more i have more energy now to actually be social if i need to be i'm having i'm actually really enjoying it but my fiance he's an extrovert Uh (laughs) that's tough like 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 for me and sin because both of us we love to be at home and we have like cats and shit so we're like no we're fine we're good yeah, we got pets, so we're like, we're good. And then when it comes to groceries, there's always online delivery. We're good. We're fine, you know. That's so, actually something that's changed quite a lot. Home Online deliveries for here, usually you usually get the food within 24 hours. Yeah. Now you don't get the food. But, uh, it, you have to wait 14 days before you get the food Holy delivered. Holy shit. Yeah. Like here, um, like, like Tesco, they have a one-week waiting list. So if you're on the list, they will deliver the food after a week. That's that's the max. And then there's like specific, they have like specific time, whether it's like in the morning or in the afternoon. Uh, after six or seven, um, the government does not allow any transportation or delivery on the road. Yeah, you mentioned that. You yeah, mentioned. So, <clears throat> so, but it's okay. It's okay. I mean, like, 
I was prepared for this. I got like tin canned foods everywhere, you know. I, but that's yeah, cool. But Edward and I are preppers, so we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been I've been exposed too much to the move to the series The Walking Dead that I'm just like, I'm set. Uh-huh. I'm set. I got like instant noodles and shit. I got canned food. I'm all set. So it's all good. Um, so anyway, so it's good to know that um, everything is fine. Your parents are cool. Yeah, no, we're doing great. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, like both some of us have a job. We both have head. We have a roof over our heads. Exactly. You, you know. know. You know. I think. Yeah. I think another thing is that uh, one of the main concerns is that um, jobs are quite tricky now, quite fragile actually. Like, uh, like recently, I was quite. Sorry, you disappeared there. Didn't hear you. Sorry. Um, uh, when the it comes. The problem is, that then you disappeared. Oh, um, jobs. Currently, yeah. it's 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 fragile for everyone right now. Um, in Even fact, the online companies. Um, here's the thing. You know, I'm in an, <laughs> I'm I'm in an ad agency, so we have internet connection and laptop. We can work. Simple. Yeah. No problem. You know. But like others that I know, my friends who have who run their own uh, cafe business, they I know are, they're screwed. Actually, that's the thing. I was like, I mean, really? Even after fourteen days, companies can shut down because of the lockdown. I was I was quite surprised. I was really surprised. So why? I mean, nobody's going to them. They have no way of making food, making then, money. But that's online. I mean, I thought online is enough to sustain in terms of you know ordering and so on and so forth. You know. Now here they're freaking out. Everybody who's in the war service business, they mm. are suffering heavy duty. Even here in Sweden, they're suffering because nobody's going to the hotels anymore. No, we're not traveling between cities anymore. Everyone in Stockholm stays in Stockholm. Everybody in Dalarna stays in Dalarna. Shit. But Shit. that's okay. not. It's not a quarantine. It's just like out of respect for everybody else, Understand. stay in your city. Understand? Can't they still operate with uh, delivery services? Like if you want to buy books, you can get this delivery service, this platform. To just pick up people. Sure, yeah, yeah. but it, that requires that people need to start rethinking how they do their business. Mm, right, and right. that's always very. I mean, that's like pretty much my job. My job is to get people to start working, doing to do things a little bit differently than how they're used to doing it, and mm. that's hard. It's not easy for people to do that. True. Okay. Then. Okay. Okay. Wait. What is your job? Jesus, I, <laughs> Jesus, I, I've been thinking this whole time that Mina works as a human humanitarian. She's in charge of human rights, no human human law, and all that stuff. You know. No longer. No, I've never learned work work with human law. I mean, human rights, human rights, and stuff like that. I thought that was. Yeah, like, I was a social worker for a while. Yes, that's what I was thinking. That wait, how is she helping people to do that? That's a bit different from what you're supposed to be doing, though. You know. No, so, look, I. I have I'm co- my college degree mm. is for me to be able to work as a social worker. Correct. But I hate working as a social worker, so I've done everything in my might to make it to get away from working with people and clients and all that stuff. I don't like okay. people. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. Fair enough. So I have slowly, slowly, slowly since I started, since coming back to Sweden in 2015, mm. every year more or less, I have t- I have changed a job to more the technical side. Okay. Okay. So nowadays, I am. Um, there's no English good English term for it, but it's like system systems administrator, kind of. That sounds quite, quite impressive. 
systems no, not really. systems administrators sounds like wow you handle you don't handle people directly you handle people digitally you know yeah i i try to tell people i'm trying to, i'm trying to help people get learn their systems and help them and try to find out what they need from the system so that we can make it work from both from the legal side from the functional side from the system side if that's the case then then how is your role helping during this challenging time though no it, it doesn't help anybody <laughs> but then then it, it means that you're uh, dispensable you know you're supposed to be indispensable during this tough time well i am indispensable in the sense that the people who are indispensable like the social workers and all okay. of those people they are using the system that i'm teaching them okay okay so cool, cool. and i mean this is digital stuff this and i mean they don't they need us to we're, basically what we're doing right now is support that's what we're doing okay we're making sure that they can do their jobs but the thing is we are actually in a really nice spot because for the first time mm. in a very long time we can actually focus on making the changes that we have needed to make before but we never had the time to make because we had so we were so so much we were there was so much pressure on us to do so much other things but now all those other things mm. are on pause because of covid that yep. we can finally start actually making the system better rather than just putting out fires all the time. Okay. Okay. I understand. So so, so your job yeah. is your I'm not working as a humanitarian in you, any way or form. <laughs> so your your job is secured then. Your job is is safe, you know. Like Yeah. I think Edward feels more unsure about his job. He's a, he works as a environmental strategist. Won't that be a bit more important during this tough time though? Yeah, but people don't really feel like environment is the most important question right now when there are people dying. Okay, okay. But here's the thing. I don't and know he just got a new job. He's starting his new job next month. Wow, that's okay, that's tough. That is tough. But he can But he work, has a job. But he can work remotely though. So, you know, in a way it's it's, it's No, well it's I think when you're a new person it's hard to work remotely from day one you need someone who can teach you and build you know so i think he's a little bit nervous but i'm sure it'll work out my my fiance is a genius he'll work it out <laughs> because because i'm i'm imagining it's it's now that the time the times are changing it's different therefore uh employees or employers they would have to you know customize the way they do things to, for sure uh, you know um actually yeah no it's yeah, no, for sure. We have to re we have to reevaluate how we do everything. Correct. Nowadays. Correct. 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 So yeah. I actually like that because I don't like when things are just going on as quid pro quo. I'm or not quid pro quo. What am I saying? Um, just like I forgot that word, but yeah, just kind of kind of continuing on as normal. I I don't like that stage. So. So you're enjoying the chaos. I am loving the chaos. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, I mean. I mean, for me, it's like it's like a reset. It is a reset. It is a reset, you know. But I'm just surprised that a lot of people are not taking it well. I mean, but you have a job, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do. And you have, and you live with someone who you love. Yes. Okay. Okay. And right. you have pets. Correct. Okay. You have a roof over your head, and you get food. True. Okay. 
Fair enough. You have everything, especially the fact that you have your wife and pets. Yeah. Those are, I mean, imagine people who don't really, I mean, they're based, even before COVID, they were living hand to mouth. Okay. Okay. I see. Uh, they live alone mm. or they have their sole responsibility mm. of their kid. You guys don't have kids either, right? No, 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 we don't have kids. Uh, True. And the only way they can get around, I mean, then they have to do their job, right? So they, I mean, I think, okay, like for me, I live in a one room apartment, right? Mm -hmm. This is my whole apartment. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. That's my whole apartment. <laughs> are you, are, are, okay. I thought this was just your bedroom. So you have like other rooms to show around, but okay. Okay. This okay. is my full apartment. Okay, right. So imagine, now I at least I have my fiancé, but if, just imagine being on lockdown in one room apartment, not being able to meet anybody, especially mm. for people who are social. You and I and Sin, apparently, we're kind yeah. of antisocial. We're socially awkward. We're enjoying this. This is fine, especially when we have someone to be socially awkward with. Right, right. True, true, true. But, but I mean, like, I mean, at the back of our minds, there's got bound to be like some sort of reset button. It's just that when and where, you know, that's all. Yeah. Um, so that would, I mean, in fact, this COVID thing happened last year, like December or November. So that kind of like gave a preamp to everyone else, you know, I mean, in terms of... We're here in the Western country. We are so we're so ethnocentric here. Everything that happens in Asia not doesn't isn't gonna touch us. No, anything. <laughs> my SARS, SARS, H one N one, Matt uh, cow disease, all this. Come on, we've we've been. Yeah, no, but none of that affected us the way that I mean, bear, SARS. I think it killed one person here in Sweden. Okay, okay, but <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I mean, like. When Ebola broke out, people were like freaking out because people were like melting and shit, Not you know? Here. Okay, but but come on. I mean it was it was a craze, it was a scare, a lot of people were worried, and then people knew like, hey, you know what? To prevent Ebola, just clean your damn hands, that's all, that's all. And just be sane about it, you know? Have a bit of common sense. And then H1N1 came in, SARS came in, blah blah blah. Of course it didn't affect the Western countries, of course. But yo, Come on. But I think you forget how, like, I mean, I love living in Sweden, okay? I'm a complete patriot. But yeah. we are really bad at everything that happens over there, it happens over there. You know what I mean? Like, when COVID started happening, yeah. when people started, when it's just, people started freaking out, because I've lived in Asia, right? I've seen how bad it can be. Yeah. I, I, for me, when the whole thing started happening and everyone started freaking out, I was just like, mm. "Are you guys freaking serious? Mm. This is a this this is a rich man's rich man's problem mm. that you guys are freaking out the way you are. Mm. You have twenty thousand people dying in Africa of <coughs> hunger. <laughs> True, if you put and that way, sure, out sure. A few hundred people dying because sure. for once in our lives, something has come our way that we can't control. Right. Right, of course. I, so I mean, I I don't know. I'm a little bit cynical though when it comes to that. <laughs> I I mean, I mean for me, I always thought like um, the Western countries have uh, amazing healthcare systems, so therefore they will they can anticipate anything. You know, I mean, we uh, yeah, but we haven't. We can't. We're bad at kind of like it has been. Uh, I read somewhere that it's been a well-known fact that. 
a pandemic is going to happen. It's not about if it's going to happen. It is when it's going to happen. That's a pretty well known, right? Everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think that, but trying to get people to understand that you need to start building up the medical medical care and make sure they have everything that we need to be prepared for right. it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit hard to convince people that this is where we need to put our money when there's when they're still thinking about jobs, schools. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to, we, people aren't, we're always so focused on what's right in front of us. We can't think 10 years from now. Okay, sounds like you're telling me we are all in a rat race, so everything else doesn't matter. That's exactly how I think the humans work, yes. I, I, some, and some countries are a lot better. Finland has, has, is, is amazing. They have, they have still... They have since the World War Two, I think it is. They have kind of kept up the, uh, like putting aside a little bit medicine every year, mm. just in case of you know societal upheaval. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. But yep. they're the only country I think that have actually continued doing so since the World War. Mm. So they are actually really well prepared, like really well prepared. But mm. none of the other countries are. You mean other Even European countries? Sorry? You mean other European countries or just everywhere other, in general? No, I mean other uh, uh, northern countries like uh. Nor- uh, Norway, Finland. Mm. I'm not going to speak for all of Europe. I'm not going to speak for all of the, all of the world. No, no. <laughs> I'm cocky. I'm not that no. cocky. <laughs> Don't worry. If you think that that would offend some people, I will edit it. Don't worry about it. Most of my <laughs> listeners are from Malaysia or Singapore, so you're fine. You're safe. Uh, okay. No, because like I think uh, so. I mean, like I'm, I'm. Yeah, no. I think it's just kind of hard for people, people in the West, to understand things that I think people take right, take for granted in Asia. It's interesting because because um, the the companies that I work for, they feel that Asia is the future to to stir economy, to stir profit, I, and so on and so forth. I agree. You're, I agree. Right, but. They didn't foresee that, hey, you get Asia, you're going to receive something else as well. So be prepared. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, this this pandemic was like a long time coming, to be honest. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. Yeah. And like you said, like you said, everyone was too focused with the everyday red race. Not like... Exactly. <laughs> And that's a, and that applies to everybody, not just Western no, countries. Of course. That's everybody. Of course. Agree, agree, agree. Yeah, I mean, but don't you agree with me though? Don't you think that everybody's very much focused on their own thing? I know I agree with you 100%. We were just enjoying life as it is. Everything was on smooth sailing, and then boom, this happened. We just fucked up. It's just that I know that some people were prepared for this. In fact, when WHO announced that, chill, it's not pandemic. My mind was like, fuck you guys. It's from China. <laughs> China has the biggest population in the world. There's bound to be, it's going to spread out sooner or later. So, so, so I mean, I mean, China, I mean, I don't want to blame it's China. I'm just saying that it's the country with the biggest population in the world. And then, of course, they travel all over, everywhere. It is going to spread. It will be pandemic. It's just, it's just, you know, the signs were there. Um, but anyway, yeah, for sure. but I think I agree with you that yeah. this is probably a really good way to kind of shake things up. I mean, this is the time to actually really start reevaluating how we live our lives, how we 
how we how we build up our societies, how much of a rat race we really want our societies to be based on. You know, I actually thought it would take a war, like World War Three, to change everyone. I didn't expect it's going to be this, though. To be honest, I read somewhere that they didn't expect the third, like the Third World War, wouldn't necessarily be with weapons. It would be through uh, mass. Uh, what was it called? That uh, like virus that would spread out. But they would that that they thought it would be somebody, a group, spreading a virus, not an actual, <laughs> naturally occurring virus like this one. But. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Whoa, that's some conspiracy theory going on there. I, I, it's it sounds quite interesting. Actually, have... it's not just conspiracy theory. We're talking about actual scientists who have actually talked about this. That the third, that that there's a much bigger chance that that the next world will be would be dealt world war will be dealt more with virus or with uh, what's it called biological weapons. That's what it's called biological weapons and not physical weapons that that's going to be the biggest threat but, but the, not all yeah. of them not everybody doesn't obviously agree with this but that has yeah. been one of the discussions i think it's interesting but it's like you said you can you, some can some you can't go off into any direction too much right because then it's going to start becoming very conspir- conspiratory <laughs> exactly exactly we just take it with a with a pinch of salt which is yeah exactly okay okay yeah i mean i mean yeah. a lot of sides everywhere how long do you think the economy will restore or get back on its feet? A year? Two years? I was just listening to the news a few days ago, and they were com- comparing the economic situation that we're moving towards to the Great Depression. Come on. No, I'm not kidding. And I actually think it is, and I think that is a little bit too... You have to understand that the the economy, the economy in a lot of the Western world and a lot of the Asian worlds, they're so different. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you start getting, if people stop buying stuff, yeah. there is going to be an economic depression. When you mention people are, are going to stop buying stuff, online is still thriving, you know? Online e-commerce is still thriving. Yeah, but the whole world isn't defined by online you, you still have people who want to go out and go eat, eat in the restaurants for example i mean there's a lot of online stuff is uh is thriving like food buying food online is thriving yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep but like here we have a very big food and fika cult fika sorry that's a swedish word um what's the word for it it's basically fika basically means like when you say let's go out and take a cup of coffee yes we say fika, but mm-hmm. fika can basically mean cup of coffee, take a juice, just get a bite to eat. Okay. That's just meat. Okay. Basically. Okay. And that that's a huge part of our culture here in Sweden. I was going to say that's culture and cultures change. Think, yeah, of course they do. And I yeah. think that, that, but right now, until yeah. they find their new way of being able to socialize, mm, mm, mm. you're going to have like this huge, huge, huge sector that mm. is used to getting him a quite a lot of money, which mm. all, all of a sudden doesn't doesn't have a use anymore. Yeah, they have to rethink how to do their business. True, and that's the and interesting it's not part. Like you can just overnight be like, "Yeah, okay, now change my changing my way of business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, understand. I understand. I don't, I don't know very much about econ- economics, but that you can just say that in, in our news we are comparing what's coming to potential Great Depression. That's what mm. they're talking about, okay. and. The Great Depression took about what seven years to come back from. Uh, true, but they were not. I mean, they were not 
equipped with what we have today, you know. So I imagine that it was shortened in terms of the the yeah. timeline, maybe like three and a half. I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's easy, it's fascinating to discuss, though. Regardless, I mean, you, we, none of us will know until after this whole thing is over how how the different countries approach to it. Which one was the right way? Who's going to come back the fastest? What's the the what's the best jobs to work with after this? There are so many questions right now. Provided that some of the great minds in the world are still around, minds like Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg. You know, um, Tim 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 Cook from Apple. I'm sure they will have a group think tank that can solve this problem within three. I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah, just, but you're talking about the big guys. I'm talking about the little guys, like the little restaurant owner, the little cafe owner, the person who owns that bookstore. They're the. I mean, they are. I. They're. They are also a huge part of the the the, the social true. economics. Well, true. I know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, they're part network. of the. They spur the economy. I understand. I definitely understand. It's. I'm not worried about Amazon or Google or I mean, any of those guys. Okay. Dude, yeah. those guys will are gonna are gonna take over the world regardless. Pandemic, wars, I mean, anything. They're they're fine. <laughs> true. 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 So you're talking about the little guys then, the SMEs. Okay, understand. Understand. Yes. Exactly. Because uh, they actually make up more of it. I mean, they're the ones you really need to start protecting. Okay, like for example, um, the Prime Minister just released this stimulus package that would help sustain specific businesses, um, mid-level, uh, low-income earners, mid-income earners, you know, for during this tough time. So I thought that's enough to sustain, you know, for masses. Uh, I imagine the, the Swedish government also have like a little bit of stimulus package to help these businesses. Huge ones, actually. Uh, is, so it, isn't that a good thing? You know? It's a very big, it's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, me, my understanding for economics is worthless. Uh, but I, <laughs> but uh, I've heard that they, I've re- in, the, in the news, I've heard that they're coming out with these very huge stimulus packages. Uh, and they're trying to find the best way around it. So I think they're, I think all of the countries are working the same way. That even America, who <laughs> are yeah. trying to help the guys, their little guys in some way. But... Actually, my, I think that's great. I didn't know that they'd done that in Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. They, they After the first week of lockdown, I think they realized that, shit, the curve is not going down. We need to help people, especially those who are living in, in the rural areas. You know, they're going to have it hard. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I imagine that if the U.S. economy or the U.S. is no longer the most powerful force after this, it's going to be affecting everyone else around the world. But... Fuck it. Who cares? Let it be. New world order. Yay. <laughs> yeah, like, shit. Let's see what happens. It's now like everyone's up for grabs, you know? Um, anyway, I mean, that's... I mean, there's this new new thing that's happening. They call this the new norm. But to me, uh, if I go out and it's like within a specific time, I'm wearing my mask, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it, you know? Uh, in fact... In fact, that if I don't go to other countries to see shit, I'm fine. I'm cool with it. You know, I'm saving money. That's for sure. You know, I'm saving money. Lots of them. Emma and I had already about two years back because mm. both of us are quite environmental freaks. Mm. Mm. 
And so since two years back, we had already started like changing our lives a little bit right, to right. stop. So we had we have a we have we kind of we don't want to fly anymore. Actually, we had this huge trip planned for next year, mm-hmm. February, yeah. where we were going to travel to India <clears throat> from Sweden without flying. That's cool. Okay, uh, okay. So we were really trying to find ways of just kind of, and we and we got a little. I don't know if you remember it, but there's this tiny little cottage that didn't have any running water or anything like that uh, in uh, Dalana. I don't, I don't know if I took you there, but, but um, there we anyway we. Uh, so we took over that little cottage. There's no running water or anything, but we fixed it up. Now there's one. There's running water, but mm. when we got it, there was no running water. But this is tiny little house, uh, which has. You know, like the top floor is one room, then there's the kitchen in the middle middle floor, mm. and then we have made made the the basement into bathroom basically. So it's tiny, mm. but uh, and we have a stream going right next to the next to it, and so we have everything that we need there, and we've just been yeah. trying to just kind of build it up to make it uh, the place that we can go to if everything would go under basically. And we've already started working on like, okay, how how we can endorse the 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 local. So we buy a lot of like local food. We buy. Mm. We try not to travel too much. We want, we're looking into now when we travel when we have vacations we go trekking instead and mm. live in, in, in tents and instead of traveling abroad and mm. so yeah I don't know I think yeah it's a little bit just kind of think a little bit differently and I think maybe it's a little bit easier for me and Edward because we were already kind of moving towards that two years ago exactly <laughs> you guys were like in the right frame of mind you have shifted you know. So, so this is so it's cool. So it's good. But it's the social aspect that's difficult. I think. I mean, we forget people are social animals. Just because you and I are not. True. True. I mean, of course, you 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 want to be social to be sane, but I don't know. I I feel like it becomes your you're dependent on something. You know. But again, new times. They need to sh- shift. They need to shift. But that doesn't necessarily need to be the new way of doing it. I mean, that did, that means that okay, we do need to shift our way of thinking and how we do things. Absolutely, yes. but yes. maybe staying indoors and sitting in front of your computer all day isn't the new answer either. Right. Okay. But you're <laughs> but you're safe, and you live longer. You know. And that is There's something I find very fascinating. What is our constant need to live long? We're not meant to live that long. True. We're supposed to enjoy the life we have. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. But but at least that at least like you know, you're smart enough to know. Okay, I want to be healthy so I can do more stuff, so on and so forth. Therefore, I should stay at home and be a good kid and just you know. If you want to be healthy, you need to move around. You need to train. You need to leave. You can't. You should absolutely not stay in the apartment all day. That is like about diet. Eighty percent of your health comes from diet. So no, it's not about diet. It's about yeah. physical movement. I mean, yeah, going going up the stairs, walking down the stairs. That's that's movement. You don't. That's not enough movement. You don't. You, you need. You just need twenty minutes of going up the stairs or going to the kitchen, and you're done. You're done per day. That's like the minimum quota, to be frank. And yeah, so it's all good. It's all good. 
I mean, you I think I'm a little bit more of a hell of, of a training freak than you are. Because I mean, I go, I train three days a week. I go, uh, or and I go climbing for hours oh, once a week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's okay. That's that's different. Yeah. I mean, the bare minimum for me is just 20 minutes a day done. That's it. Good. As long as your heart is like beating, fine. Awesome. Done. But your heart shouldn't be beating from just walking back and forth. If you break a sweat a little bit, that counts. You know, you don't have to be like all out. Really, the bare minimum. Um, you do realize that we come from people who are, are we're, I mean, we're supposed to, or not supposed to be, that's, there's no such thing as supposed to be. I don't like that word. But we come from hunters and gatherers. True. We're supposed to move much more than what we do today. Our bodies are built to, for much more movement than what we do today. So it's not strange that people are unhappy staying in their apartments. True. Now, now we are also people who are not supposed to be eating bread, grains, wheat, and so on and so forth. We're supposed Absolutely. To so, I mean, well, yeah, grains we are supposed to be eating, not bread. Grains, that's, that's good for you. But bread absolutely is fine, and it depends on what bread you're eating. You can't make, you can't simplify like that. But if you have to be sure, eat more bread if you want to. But then you got to need to, then you need to work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway. We I mean, have digressed quite far. <laughs> we have. We went from COVID to the way we eat, the way we live, and yeah. But we there's not actually that big of a digression if you're thinking about it, because we were talking about how COVID will make us having to rethink how we live our lives. Of course, definitely, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, and and the so that also means how we eat, how we socialize, how we move. Here's the thing about socialize, right? About socializing, you know, you have Skype, you know, you have WhatsApp, you know, you have this and that. Aren't you socializing in a sense? You know. I mean, I talk to my dad two hours and once a week, and I'm pretty happy with that, but. Mm. <clears throat> You would never be that. That would never count for socializing forever. Now, I'm I'm trying to see that if if socializing means to be having physically there, I I don't see it. I mean, I don't know. It's just that person is in front of you. Okay, I'm socializing with you. Yeah, with but socializing also means nearness, proximity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Proximity is important. We cannot completely de- deny that. But time. But of course, it's better than nothing. I mean, true. It's it's better than nothing. It's just that, like I said, with these special times, yeah, things need course. to change. You know, it's just that. And 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 I mean, I don't know if you've seen this. But movie. you're expecting people to change in one month. <coughs> that doesn't happen. But things are happening fast. Everything is changing. I know. It's either you adapt or you. You just, that's it. Yes, I know. And people are going to have to learn to adapt, but you can't expect people to be like, okay, cool. All right, this is a new world order. (laughs) That's just not going to happen. It's going to take a few months of, okay, I need to find my way of doing this. I'm not enjoying this. This is not fun. Okay, fine. But I need to find my solution. Okay, fine. Now I found my solution. (laughs) It is, it is scary. No, it's just that it is, it is, it is scary on how, People do try to adapt to the to the new norm. It, it's is just for me the way I uh, how I see it is that you're surprised at how easy it is as it is for you, considering how hard it is for everybody else, or the other way around. How why should it be so hard for so many other people when it's so easy for you? Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here, <laughs> let me just break. It. Okay, 
Um, in advertising, I have to meet a lot of people, blah, blah, blah. Great, fine, you know. Most of yeah. my 30 years, 35 years of my life, I've always been interacting with people. So to be in this situation, this predicament is like new. And I like it. It's, it's, it's yeah. unexpected. And, you know, I imagine that people who have been interacting with one another for almost 30 or 40 years of their life, this is like, okay, I'm trying this. Let's see how it goes, you know. And I'll keep my mind sane while I'm doing it, you know. Um, yeah, but like you said, I mean, you introduced the whole thing by saying, I'm an introvert, so this is nice. Well, I mean, that could be a self-fulfilling prophecy to begin with, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> but it, I mean, there's a difference, the introverts and the extroverts. There, I, mean, I mean, everybody, for the introverts, yeah, this is probably not so bad. Well, None of my friends seem, seem to be suffering. Yeah, one of my friends seem to be suffering. But that's because she's a climber and she is going crazy not being able to go climbing. Ah, uh, that... Uh, that, uh, that is understandable. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but everybody else is kind of like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> I don't have to deal with people. <laughs> it's, it's interesting that we are social creatures, but at the same time, I like this. It's nice, you know. Um, you are getting your social quota filled. You have pets and you have a wife. Really? Is that considered social, social quota though, you know? For some people, yeah, for you, you're happy, right? You don't feel like you're missing out. I'm, of course, I'm happy, definitely, but... Like, let's say that you were in this apartment all by yourself, no pets, no wife. Mm -hmm. You had no one other than, you mean, your computer and the people you're being social with on, online were the only contact you were getting. I got books, I got, you know, I got games. Yeah, but we're talking social quota now. So, a phone call, uh, uh, WhatsApp. Yeah. But I mean, like, still, again, nearness. <coughs> I mean, you're getting that proximity by, by with with your wife and your pets. I don't think I would be I'm, as introverted as I am. Yeah. I think I would go <clears throat> a little more crazy if I didn't have my fiance around. I'm just again for me, people are are looking back at what's what's important in their life and you know, uh, shifting their point of views. Hey, even wars have stopped. Even like uh, you know. So many, so many things have stopped, and I feel like I know. I was reading about that. What was it? Was it the Syrian war that yes, stopped because the, it took a break for it? Yeah, yes, I read the about Syrian that. war stopped. So I'm like, damn. Um, I don't know. Sometimes a little bit of virus is good. <laughs> see, that's the thing. That's how I. That's how I see. I felt like it's good, really, guys. It's good. It's really good. I but mean, I think the, the I think the problem is not is not saying that. I agree with you that it's good in the sense that. It, ha it makes us rethink. I, that, I think that's really positive. Everything that makes True. us rethink is good and positive. Mm. I think the problem is once you start looking at it without seeing the problems it can cause as well. Mm. Because that's when you start getting problems. I mean, if you start only talking about, yeah, no, this is great. We learned how to read. Mm. We, we're le learning how to do things better, how to travel and use the airplane less because we have to be, be more local. Mm. All of that is good. But I mean, I think there's a risk in always just trying not taking into effect what risks there are as well. Well, so what I'm debating against all of the things you're saying, it's not that I disagree with you. I'm just saying that we can't just see it from it's all good. <laughs> actually, actually, you're right. Uh, there is two sides to this, actually. In fact, um, while it is giving a positive effect, it makes us rethink of things. Um, domestic violence in Malaysia has risen ever since this pandemic exactly. started. For example. And I was just, how is that happening, you know? 
I thought that a happy family, you're closer to your loved ones, therefore you will reconnect, but domestic violence rising? That that just doesn't make sense to me. That's all. That's it all. makes a lot of sense because domestic violence isn't about not I mean, it's about frustration and anger and power. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So, right. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden, oh, I'm stuck with you now. Okay, now I feel like being nice to you. That's not how it works. Imagine oh, being true. stuck with someone who irritates you constantly. It's not like you're going to all of a sudden be, be, be less irritated at them. You have more time. That's when the hatchet comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because if you think about it, we always think about work, 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 make money, make money, make money, ends meet, so on. So now you have time with your family, your spouse. I imagine that's a positive thing, but it's the yeah, other way Yeah, and I think it is. I think for most people, it is. But you have to consider that there are some people who are not who are being negatively impacted. I think they they were something about how the alcohol consumption has increased by ten percent, something like that here in Sweden, and mm -hmm. okay. Right, because right. and I, that doesn't surprise me. People are staying at home drinking more, I guess. But can, imagine how scary that is for kids who have right. alcohol alcoholic parents who beat them when they are alcoholized, uh, alcohol when they're under the influence, or mm. their wife or the partner. Mm. Mm, right, but but see if there was a problem before that before this whole thing happened, that should have been addressed. Uh, so. The pandemic is not at fault. It is actually no. The really pandemic is not at fault, but yeah. you can't just say that. Okay, things are going to get better now. It means that we need to start looking at even the bad things. We need to start looking at the, even the bad things in a different way, mm. right? Mm. Like, okay, now there is this pandemic. We have this situation where there are mm. women and men and kids getting beaten up. Yeah. Now they're stuck with that person who's beating them up. Mm. Mm. Right. Okay. How are we going to work with this, considering that we have the pandemic? The pandemic isn't the cause root of anything. It's just something it is just the the tool that is making us rethink our society. Yes. Yep. 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 There's just too many problems to to solve right now. That... I think the problem is that we're trying to solve anything. Yeah, actually, that's that's the true. only problem that we need to solve right now is the fact that we have a really big we have a medical we have. There are that our doctors and our nurses don't have enough protection to be able to help the people who get sick. Mm. That's the, that's the, that is a huge issue. But that and we have mm. all these people who are seventy and eighty years old who don't get the help that they who who risk dying because they can't even handle the only cure that we or not the cure but the only way we know how to help the people who get sick. Their I mean, bodies are too weak for it. I mean, I know this is an easy way out as 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 a solution, but. That responsibility falls on the government. They are in charge. Sure, but you know? of course, but for the government to be able to do their jobs, we as a society also need to do our part. We need to make sure not to visit our seventy-year-old grandma. You can't stop people from visiting their grandma or their grandpa. Yes, you can. That's exactly what's going on right now. People are being highly recommended for from visiting your grandma because you don't want to be the root cause of why your grandma dies. Not in Asian countries because they put parents and elders above, so they want to be close to them. So that again, culture—it's culture. It's really culture. And I know, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But yeah, that's also yeah. the reason why different countries have approached it differently. I mean, yeah. here, here, there, it's 
it's so much about the trust system. And I mean, here also the elders, even my own dad, when I was going to visit, he's just like, you know, I would really like to see you, but you are keeping a two, three meter of distance from me because I don't want to get sick. It's a responsibility. All of us have a responsibility. And it is my responsibility, as much as I want to meet my dad, it is my responsibility to make sure that, okay, I go by, make sure that he's okay. I call him, make sure that he's okay. But it is my responsibility as his daughter to make Mm. sure that I don't go there with a potential COVID virus in my body. But it is a culture thing. Yeah, for sure. Do you think it's easier for your parents to accept the current situation? Yeah, I would say so. They're a little bit cocky sometimes because they're older. So they're like, yeah, I'm going to die anyway. So what's the the problem? But yeah, yeah, no, but I think both my parents feel like they they need to take their responsibility and making sure that it doesn't get worse. My mom, my dad is really proud to be living in to be living in Sweden where everybody takes their own responsibility Mm. as where most people are perceived to take their own responsibility. Then there are a lot of people who don't, but mm-hmm. like for me, my grandmother is the, is the only elder that I have left. So it, 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 it makes me feel guilty that I can't visit her. For sure. But yeah, I think that's yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. would you feel more guilty making her sick? Definitely. Or would you feel more guilty about making sure that she's that about not visiting her for a month? That, that's the thing. I, I, that's why I thought like, you know what? I'd rather see you alive. So next next year we'll see each other, you know? So so I've come to terms. I've come to terms with that. I'm, I'm cool with it. In fact, I've told Sin, we can't visit your, your parents as well. <laughs> They, they are, they are, not because I don't like them. No, no, no. But it's because safety comes first. The best so, excuse to not say, have to meet say, your parents alone. <laughs> and, and, no, but I always told her, like, hey, check on them, you know, check, call, you know. So it's a valid reason that I need to keep my distance. So, but anyway, it is tough. It's just mostly tough here in, in, in Asia or in, this Malay, in Malaysia. Can I give you an example? <clears throat> Enver, he's Kurdish. So he comes from a culture where, you know, families stick together. And he he is the middle child of seven children. Okay. When I met his family the first time, I got introduced of a, to a clan of 21, 24 people. Oh, <laughs> okay. For them, they were, all the kids were like, oh, wow, oh, my God, poor mom, poor dad. We don't got to make sure that everyone's okay. Uh, we have to visit them. And their mom, hmm. you know. Asian mom was just kind of like, dude, no, you're not allowed to come come by here. I don't want to die. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Yes. Yes. I understand. I understand. But okay. I think we have to kind of deal. I think it's ego. We have to stop. We have to stop thinking about what makes us feel bad and start thinking about what is the right thing to do. I mean, totally agree with you. It's it's is yeah. Um, I know. I don't know. I mean, like, from, I think, yeah, sorry. No, because like, like for me, I mean, like, um, like even here in Malaysia, I, I, I mean, once a month, twice a month, I see, I see my grandma on the, you know, twice a month, you know, but, but I know that she's well because my sister is there. My uncle is there. So, so I'm not that worried. I'm fine. I'm okay. But, but the fact. How is your grandma taking it? My grandma, <clears throat> she's not taking it well. In fact, um, as an 88-year-old lady, she said, like, where is, where is, where is Azrai? Where's the brothers, you know? Blah, 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 blah. But the thing is that <clears throat> my sister is there. My brother-in-law yeah. is there. So they're all, like, explaining to her. 
And as an Indonesian, as an Indonesian matriarch, she needs yeah. people around. She needs the grandsons, grandchildren yeah. to be around. You know, so it is a bitter pill for her to accept, for her to swallow. But it's okay. But you know what? Mm. I can understand that. I mean, imagine being 88 years old. You don't know how many years you have left, and the last, mm. the potentially last year of your life is going to be spent in quarantine. <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's a horrible way of. It's, it's a tough reality, to be frank. Actually, it's a tough exactly. reality. Exactly. My dad oh. is 80, so I mean. But I think also, but it is a little bit like you were saying. The culture thing is there here. Mm. Um, Swedes, we are individualists. Yeah. And that even applies to the, our elders. Yeah. Our elders have a social life outside the family world. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, when I call my dad, it's being like, okay, dad, you know, when I call him, it's, I don't can't take for granted that he's just going to be able to talk to me on the phone or that he's going to be available that weekend. I decide to go up to uh, the place in Sweden where they live because they have so many of their own social activities that I mm. need to actually check. Like, can I call you at that time? Right, right, right. <laughs> of course, busy. of course, of course. But, but it, yeah, that makes a big, pretty big difference as well because that means that my eighty-year-old dad he has other eighty-year-old people to hang out with, mm. so I don't need to risk him. Mm. Mm. risk his health by going to visit him. But I think that also makes a difference. Mm. I'm not worried about you, Dad. I'm worried about our our social health welfare because they, if they keep getting too many old people who didn't care about their own health, yeah. they are not going to be able to help the regular people who come there with all their other problems as well. Mm. Because it is... We don't have the social structure here in Sweden to be able to handle. We're going to end up like Italy. If that, if it actually goes overboard, any yeah. European country, maybe maybe not Finland, but any other mm. European yeah. country yeah. will yeah. probably go under. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't have the medicines, all the medicines we don't we need. We don't have all the 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 protection we need. We don't mm. have all the beds we need. Mm-hmm. So it's not only for the sake of the elders, it's also for the sake of the hospitals. Right, right, right. That's true. That's true. And this is the best way that we're doing right now to help. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's such a complex matter. I mean, it it all depends on how you look at it. Um, I like to just kind of philosophize and just so about how things could be or what's wrong and what's right. So I don't know what's right. That's just the way I think about it. I guess, I mean, like, during this pandemic, can you still tell what is right, what is wrong? I don't think any of us can until it's been until it's over. Until we can look back and say that was the right behavior, that was the wrong yeah. behavior, that was the right yeah. law. If if people start stealing stuff, I can understand it's because they're desperate, because they don't have the means, and because they need to feed their family. So I can't blame them as well, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's what's right or wrong. Currently, but I mean, from the perspective of of a lockdown, I can totally understand why people feel like a lockdown is the right approach. Mm. But look mm. at India, where a lot of people are actually living from you know from hand to mouth, basically. The whatever food they, whatever money they make during that day is mm. the only money is the only money they're going to have to be able to buy the food for the day for with. How are they getting impacted by the pandemic? Mm. When they That's are pretty forced to lock down, yeah, it's not the yeah. right answer for everybody. Different, it's it's yeah, it's a whole lot of different problems, layers of problems, 
and one solution does not fit all actually to be frank uh, i'm actually curious though is that what it was was the pandemic the thing that you wanted to talk to me about to see like how different it is from malaysia to sweden or what was what was your plan here with this conversation today my plan with this conversation was actually to talk about what's what's happening right now and um and whether it's affecting sweden heavily as well um compared to how Malaysia's affecting and then of course the state of the SMEs and and small businesses and the help that they're receiving is it as immediate as how um, other governments around the world are doing like for example Korea since January they've actually started implementing the social distancing and test kits to ensure that the curve is always at the at the at the at the lowest so so but I don't know anyone from Korea, so um, I thought I'd talk to you because you're from Sweden and it's great to know someone there. I just talked to my friend from Indonesia last week and then he was telling me Indonesia is just chilling. They're chilling. Really? Yes, they're chilling. They don't do checkups. They don't check temperatures at the front door. They are not covering their, ma- their face with masks and they don't have the medical capabilities to help, but they're chilling. So, so that is scary. That is scary for some but reason. Three, three out of four is, applies to Sweden as well. There's no check. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, trust, trust. Yes. yes. No, no, no. Not the trust thing. I mean, I think that the whole trust system is the the, the way they have just decided yeah. to go by it because I don't think they really have that big of a choice because yeah. we don't have the medical medicine medicinal protection and yeah. all of those other things. I really don't know what I'm talking about half the time when it comes to the medical health care. Cool. <laughs> it's fine. But it's good. Yeah. We are in the same situation here in Sweden because we don't have even before COVID happened, our health care was not <clears throat> up to par. We were struggling. Our healthcare was struggling. There was a lot of. St- it was on the news all constantly about how there weren't enough beds. How people. How uh, we didn't have everything that we need. I mean, we weren't in bad, doing badly compared to a lot of other countries. But mm. compared to how well we could do, there were. It wasn't a high priority subject right. in the Swedish politics. Mm. It was being downgraded constantly. We didn't have everything that we need. That's why they can't test everybody. Because we don't have the, the the tools for it. So you're in the same boat as Indonesians then. In in some aspects, I think, yeah, sure, but it's, not at all as extreme. Sure, <laughs> but, no, of course, of course, but from a from medical capabilities point of view, you know, it's like we're probably still doing better than Indonesia, but from our perspective, we're not doing very well. But yeah, but as I was saying, like I was talking to my friend from Indonesia, and he is thoroughly properly pissed off because Indonesian government is not taking proactive solutions and actions for this. Only recently they start doing something and like, but I don't know whether it will help. Uh, it's very easy, very critical of the government though. Sorry? Who? We? It's very easy to be critical of the government. I think it's just... I mean, this is, it's so easy to be critical of the government because I mean, this is a position that none of us have been in before, ever. I think it's just human nature though. To criticize the government? Yeah, sure. for sure. It's the easy way out. And because we, we pay taxes and we hope that we hope you guys are taking good care of us. Therefore, when this happens, something must be done. You know? 
Of course, but what is the right answer depends very much on what the outcome you're looking for is. Uh, I mean, is the outcome that you want to lower the curve, then you probably need to do one thing. If the other outcome is, let's kill off as many elders as we can, because anyway, <laughs> you know, then you have another solution. If you have, if you, if you want to, if you just want to make sure that nobody gets, you know, fuck the economy, we've mm. just got to, we need to just kind of kill the virus, then you have another solution. It just all depends on what it is that you're prioritizing as a society, right? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. And you're never going to make everyone happy. Unless the whole world comes together and focus on that one thing they can work together towards to, you know. Um... How? Yeah, no, for sure. I think, well, I think we as a world could achieve much more if we work together. But that would mean that we all wanted the same goal. And... It's very difficult to say that everyone should have the same goal. I mean, having the same goal isn't just everyone should feel good. It should be okay. Which what are we going to? What's the same goal? Is it economy? Is it health? Is it education? Is it equal? Is it human rights? Mm. What is our equal goal? Is it the environment? <laughs> survival, survival. That's it. But how how is survival? What how do you want to survive? Do you want to survive economically? Do you want to survive through uh, good health? Do you want to survive by just making sure that the, the that no one is sick, regardless of how we achieve it? What is survival? All of them kind of like leaning to one another, you know. Um, yeah, which is, which but. Is Different things are going to be different, different important for different groups of people, right? It is. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm no politician, but I do know that right now survival, whether from an economic perspective or from a um, health perspective, I, I don't know. But that should be in people's minds, survival, that's all. Um, survival mode, of yeah. Of course, but how, is, how are we going to achieve survival? Is it by making sure that nobody gets sick or is it by making sure that we keep the curve down? Damn, we've been talking a lot about COVID. We have been talking a lot about COVID, but that uh, was your point. That was what you were that, after, that right? Was, that was my game plan. That was my aim, actually. And then I've, I think I've got a whole lot of it, to be frank. <laughs> actually, I was, I was going to ask, like, uh, how's things? But then, okay, you, it's like you mentioned to me briefly. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go on to the COVID stuff. The sweet, awesome <laughs> stuff, you know? And then, then it, just, it just blazed. I'm not very... I haven't been very good at doing the cold. Also, we have, we have a Swedish word for it. Um, snack. The, trans, the direct translation is cold talk. Small talk. Small talk. Thank you. Small there you talk. go. Yes, we, yes. I've never yes. been good at small yes, talk. Yes. <laughs> small talk to me is just formalities before we go into the heavy stuff. Uh, I've never been good at that. Even at work. They're just like, hi. I was like, hi, what do you want? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, 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 I know. Small talk is like a waste of time, um, but I realized that I learned that small talk somehow becomes a lubricant before you go into the heavy talk. And I was like, oh, I can't talk about world virus or AIDS immediately with this guy. I need to talk like, hey, so what's up? Blah blah blah. Okay, then I then I weave in the heavy stuff. Then it's all okay. Yeah, I th but I think I think small talk has a very big importance for again socializing. I mean, you some everything doesn't need to be heavy all the time. Right. Of course. Of course. Of course. 
I'm just not very good at that. <laughs> I'm very much more interested into the heavy duty conversations <laughs> and so philosophizing about why and when and where and how. <laughs> Um, and just not having to feel like I'm right or correct. I mean, like if you would put up the whole our whole conversation now, just clean, I could promise you that there will be so many people out there who are mad at you or me for what's I, for how we have expressed ourselves. My podcast will offend some people, will please some people, which is fine. It's my podcast, so yeah. Okay. No, <laughs> so, but I just mean that it's very difficult to. It's one of the reasons why I couldn't work as a social worker because I just couldn't handle the whole being politically correct and saying things the right way to mm. please everybody. I am not I'm not good at that. I insult people left and right and I don't mean to. It's not my point. I want people around me to be happy, but I just don't know how to do that. Mm. I am very afraid that I'm going to have insulted like half your half your listeners. Nah, my mistake. Nah, Singaporeans don't care that much. They just they're fine with it. So you know, Singaporeans. And, yeah, most of my listeners are from Singapore and Malaysia, actually. So you know, and some from the states. So you know. How many listeners do you have? Around on Spotify, I have around like forty uh, listeners. That's awesome. Why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's quite it's quite surprising because this was just really casting into the void. I was not expecting to have listeners to begin with. I just want to talk with people that I like and see where they're coming from, their thoughts, their point of view about current things, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's that's pretty much the gist of it to be frank. But just the fact that you do that tells me that you need some kind of social outlet. Please elaborate. You obviously do need, or it seems like you, I mean, you, it's no, this is not me criticizing you in any way or form, because I think some people, you are a creative person, you always have been, so you have always needed a creative outlet Mm. for your thoughts. Mm. So it doesn't, it's not strange to me that you would have a podcast, but it is still a social outlet. It is a a way of expressing your wants, your needs, your thoughts, your feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For others to know, yeah. Yeah, and you enjoy it, right? You've been doing it for a while. Yep, I've been doing it since last year. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and if you didn't enjoy it, you wouldn't be doing it. But definitely, definitely. I agree with you on that. Um, and yes, there is a semblance of social social credit there, social currency. Um, I'm a social outlet. That's what I meant. Not ooh, the social, it's okay. not socializing. Sorry. This is Sorry. a social outlet. Social That's outlet. what this is. Yes, social outlet. Uh, <laughs> where 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 I don't have to uh, you know limit myself and yeah just just be free about it. So yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Because I have noticed on LinkedIn, I have like people that I knew from the, the town that I lived in before that they have the, they do the same thing. They put up long articles about how their thoughts are and what their feelings are on a matter and things like that. And I have full respect for people who do that, but I don't think I could ever do that. For me, I'm so private about, mm. I mean, that's why instinct when you ask me to be a guest on, the, on your podcast, which is like, no. <laughs> but, okay. Okay. Right, right, right. But here's, but look at this way. It's, it's like, it's like people might learn something out of this, you know? I don't really feel like I have anything to teach people. Yeah, that, to me, it's ego. That's, I mean, you know, I mean, 
fair enough. Maybe you feel that you don't have anything to give to people, but they know your inner workings. They know your mind, you know. And, and yeah, but why? I don't really feel like people need to know what's going on in my mind. Don't you think people want to elevate their mind, their thinking, their perception? No, I want to discuss with people. I want to talk to people and learn from them and share my opinion. I don't want to just talk talk into the void and tell people how I think. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They might be shy. They might be, you know, they might be unsure how to approach things. So this is like six degrees of separation, even though they don't know you, at least shit. This is how this person thinks and how he, she perceives life from her view. Interesting enough. So, you know, I mean, isn't that interesting to you? I know it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. To me, I would be really interested in hearing what you have to say about different subject matters. Okay. If we okay. can converse about it. I mean... I'm not really interested in just getting... Like, but I know I'm not saying that this is the wrong thing what you're doing because I know a lot of people out there who love it and who yeah. need it and who feel good, who feel like they get a lot from listening to podcasts, to YouTube's, to a lot of things. So right. I'm not saying that this is a bad thing in mm. any way or form. It's just that to me, it's as strange as it is to you that people just can't get used to being in the apartment because that's how things look look right now. That's the way you need to be. <laughs> and to me, it's as strange that people just want to listen to another person's opinion without actually being able to voice their own or have a discussion over it or you know what i mean yeah of course of course that is why i always make sure they listen and email me if they have any questions <laughs> see 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 I, I i make sure that that it's a it's a two-way conversation if you want to ask me anything about the podcast please email me I'll be more than happy to explain or talk to catch up or even have a podcast session with that person. That's it. But that makes actually, that's what makes a good podcast or a good YouTuber or anything. The people who actually want to converse and exchange and take interest in their listeners. That's a good sign. I don't think I could actually do that. Because I don't think, for, I would like to want to pick out like, okay, now you sound interesting. Let's have a conversation with you. <laughs> It's, I'm not interested in the 500 other billion people. <laughs> but, but, no, but, uh, I mean, we don't know whether that person is interesting until we talk to them, basically. Simple as that. True. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. I think that's why I had Twitter for a while and why yeah. I had, no, no, Facebook is not like that, but why I had Twitter for a while. I actually met some really interesting people there yeah, for yeah. a while. But mm-hmm. still, I don't know. I think I've just kind of gone past social media. Yeah, true, but I think at this point in time, social media. But I think I'm gonna find my way back to social media as soon as we lockdown starts in Sweden. <laughs> I hope that I'm is, gonna be like, "Hi, people, uh, I'm uh, back." <laughs> I hope that is not withdrawal symptom, or you just you know you just want to get back no, that's on. Me looking for social contact. Fair enough. I think I will if the lockdown does happen, and especially. If I had been single, if I didn't have a fiance that I lived with, I am sure that within like a week or two, I would start, I would open up my my old Facebook account again and my Twitter account again and start blogging again and right, right. all of that. Right. Of course. Of course. I think um, I've got enough material. 
Do you though? I think you're gonna read, read, read through, I, I, listen I, to all this, and be like, nope, shit, I, nope, shit, I, shit, I, shit, I, shit, I, can't use this. I have to, I have to make sure that some parts make sense, some parts have a coherent thought, you know, and like, okay, nothing. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know, you I know, I know. That's gonna, that's gonna be interesting, but. But that's the best part because I get to listen again and see like, shit, that makes sense. Oh, wow, that's interesting. And damn, I can move that because that's offending me or other people. Yeah, you know. So so uh, the editing part is just a fun part for me as well. So, yeah. Uh, shit. I Are wish... you going to, or do you have any other guests from other uh, countries or anything like that that you're planning on interviewing? Um, yes. So I'm I planning... this felt like an interview, but... <laughs> So, so the plan was that I was going to interview the psychologist, actually, because I want to know the mental state of people right now when they're, they're you know, under this pandemic situation. Um, I mean, are people more sane or insane when they're at home, you know? Because um, mental issues have, ha has always been an interesting subject for me. And I feel that um, the human mind is fucking interesting. There's no end to discuss about it. So I, I'm really curious about the psychologist that I'm going to be talking to next week and find out um, how is she dealing with her patients and is she, is she getting more people calling up to, to have a one-on-one -on -one session to cope with the current situation. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. So, yeah, yeah. I just want to add one thing. I, we have this app here in Sweden uh -huh. or a, a psychologist online app. Okay, okay. And I'm thinking now that now that you mentioned that, I can imagine that that one's going to probably go it's going to go very very well for that app now during time. Okay. Okay. Um now that you mentioned it, I've never thought about it, but that should be that should be an interesting conversation for you with that psychologist. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we've been talking for about more, more than an hour. Actually, yeah, usually two I hours. Actually, you must I, be really tired. I, I, I am. It's two in the morning here, so I'm oh. gonna say goodbye and thank you again for being a guest on my podcast. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks. <laughs>